Sports and Songs podcast. We're in season three, episode number 38. Andy and I are here with the sports edition. How are you doing, Andy? I'm doing good, doing good, doing some renovation renovations here in the shadow studio, so having some visual difficulty. So Okay. Let's hear the golden tones. You won't see the, the money maker to hear the golden tones. Exactly. Well, your audio is coming through just fine. Today's August 8th, 2022, and we're in the middle of uh, almost – a amateur baseball nirvana. Yes. Here, where our regionals state will be announced here next week. We're in the final round of the uh, regionals in Class C. The Class A has already started. We've got Major League Baseball. The trade deadline has passed. We've got uh, lots going on, Andy. Right. Where do you want to start? Well, should we start? Let's start with trivia. Okay, the trivia question. For all those out there that are big baseball fans, on this day – which Major League Baseball team showed up in shorts as part of their uniform? Oh, Which boy. team, as part of the uniform, uh, were outfitted in shorts at their, as their bottoms instead of baseball pants? Which team used shorts on this day in 1976? I remember this, and some guys looked horrible. <laughs> I remember that part. So we'll come back to that with the answer yeah. Uh, let's start off first with some pro ball. Yeah, you know, one thing I'll mention, you know, a couple notes on the Major League Baseball trade. Yes. Buying, how that went through a couple weeks ago. Um, the, the Yankees got rid of Joey Gallup, and they were like, great, because he's he's stinking up the place. Funny, they've been doing terrible since they got rid of him. Dodgers have been doing awesome. Um, the Dodgers, or I mean, I'm sorry, the Padres get Juan Soto, and everybody's thinking life's going to be great. Well, in the first meeting since the Padres got Juan Soto, where they played the Dodgers, the Dodgers swept them and outscored them 20 to 4. Okay. So, some of the key trades you think are going to help teams aren't helping. Um, the Mets made some minor trades, nothing major, and everybody else was going so great. Um, back on July 23rd, the Braves had cut the Mets' lead to a half game in the division. Okay. Austin Riley of the Braves said in a post-game interview, quote, we're coming for them. They're now six and a half back. Ooh. Spencer Strider, pitcher for the Braves, rookie pitcher who got lit up the other day. This is what he said about the Mets after the game. And I put this on our social media, and I said, this is modern-day bulletin board material. He said of the Mets, they seem to be having a lot of luck right now offensively. That's great. It's August. We'll see what they got in October. Ouch. Yo, you want to become my two most hated baseball players real fast? But some, So there's some bulletin board material for the Mets right now, so you just keep talking, Braves. They, they got to they remember it goes both ways. It, it's right. Wow. And the thing that scares me right now, the, the Braves this weekend, and I'm not saying saying this is a Mets fan. I'm trying to say this as, as – uh, Honest reporter, non-biased reporter. But the way the Braves played this weekend against the Mets in the five games, they looked like the Braves of the early 80s. They just did not look like they were there. Like they were like, can we hurry up and get done? I got a tea time later on. You know, they just didn't see what they're in it. But that comes down to coaching, in which they've always had great coaching, so that's what surprises me there too. It is what it is. Mets have a six and a half game lead there, nine and a half over Philadelphia, who they got three against right now. 
And actually, these next two weeks, they got six games against Philadelphia, and that scares me more than the four more against Atlanta, to tell you the truth. But as much as that hurts to say, because I can't stand Philadelphia. <laughs> um, a couple other Major League Baseball notes. Like I said, the Mets, six-and-a-half game lead right now. Their magic number is 47. The magic number to eliminate the Washington Nationals is at 19. Okay. The Twins have a one-game lead with a magic number of 54. That's over Cleveland. And uh, some other fun facts going on right now in baseball because now's the time where I like to look at stuff. Yet certain teams and players that are out, but there's other things to watch for. Like right now, Justin Verlander of the Astros just earned a $25 million bonus in his contract by clearing 130 innings pitched this year. Nice. Now, he had that big bonus in there because he's coming off the Tommy John. Okay. And he's no spring chicken either. So he got that. Uh, Miguel Cabrera earlier this week was saying he didn't know about this year and next, how he's going to do. He's committed to playing next year. So here's some things from Miguel Cabrera to watch for the rest of this year and next, as he's on a credit team, but fun things to watch. This is milestones, career milestones. From Miguel right now, he has 3,075 hits. That's number 25 all time. To reach number 20, he needs 67 more hits, which would be 3142. And that be tying with Robin Yount. So he's, he's going to hit number 20. He'll be in the top 20 then pretty soon by the end of career. Runs, right now he's tied at 63rd with 1528. To reach number 50, he needs 62 more. 1590 is the number there. So hopefully next year plus he can get that. RBIs, he's tied, or he's at 15th right now with 1841. Jimmy Fox is number 10 at 1922. I don't know if he's going to get the 80-plus RBIs in two years, but, oh, well, year plus. So that's kind of a goal for him to reach out to get in the top 10 for that. Home runs. He's currently 27th at 506. Uh, there's a three-way tie at number 20. Ted Williams, Willie McCovey, and Frank Thomas with 521. Okay. I'm pretty sure this year and all of next – Maybe you can get 15 more, so that'd be kind of a neat, neat company to be in. Speaking of home runs, number five all time is number five, Albert Pujols at 686. Number four is A Rod at 696. Pujols is saying this is his last year. Can you get 10 more out in five weeks? And if he comes back next year, Ruth at, is 28, he needs 28 more to get to Ruth at 714. So but Pujols has already said this is his last year. Let's hope he gets 11 more to pass A-Rod. That'd be kind of nice there, my opinion. Oh, sure. But, you know, that's why I said there. Uh, the Mets are on a hot streak right now. Twins are still playing at home. Hopefully they can keep back everybody else. Um, they did well against Toronto. They've done good against Toronto this year. And when you look at the numbers, like where they'd go if they made the playoffs today, they'd have Toronto in that first round, and I'd be okay with that. Yeah. Um, so what do you think hard. of Rocco uh, Baldelli's uh, uh, anger at the plate? Uh, at the at the play at the plate, uh, I thought that was pretty good. It's nice to see a little fire from the guy, right? Because I mean, Garnhire was I standing up and applauding and impressed, going about time. Yeah. He just better Gardy would have blown up if Rocco blew up that bad. Oh, Gardy might have had a stroke, but. Nice to see a little fire out of him. Part of it was, was it management? Was Rocco trying to fire the team with a, only a one-game lead in this big homestand half done, and they really have 
separated themselves. Maybe a little mind games on Rocco's part for his team. Let's hope so. Yeah. But it, it's 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 the heat. It's it's playoff playoff attitude or playoff um, temperatures for 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 playoff. What's we're looking for? The playoffs are in the airs. That time you, you know you treated white playoff games. You're playing Toronto, who is phone. The Yankees have been dropping now. Yeah. The, the Cardinals slip. The Yankees. And here's where I like stats on media here to straighten things out for you. Oh, it's the first time ever the Cardinals have swept the Yankees. Well, in the last 10 years when you start playing early games, so it's not like they've had every year to try yes. this, you know. So, I mean, 10, 15 years, 20 years of playing early games, it doesn't happen all the time where they get a chance to sweep the Yankees. So it's kind of a bold statement to say that there. But anyway, Mets and Yankees are tied for the best record in New York right now. Dodgers still the best record overall. Uh, Mets and Yankees are second, and uh, Houston's right behind them, so. Mets are trying to get uh, lock in that second seed for the National League. Um, five games behind LA. I don't know if they'll catch them or not. LA is just clicking along too. But if they hold that two seed, I'd be okay with that. Do they have seventy six wins? The Dodgers. Yes, Mets oh. have seventy. Because of losses, it's only like a five game difference or something okay. like that. But yeah, Mets and Yankees both at seventy. Um, it's about five weeks to go in the season here. It's five six weeks, so. We shall see. It's going to be fun and exciting. The playoff races in the American League are battling up. Milwaukee, who last week traded the number one reliever in the league, has fallen out of the playoff contention right now. Way to go. That's a Taylor Rogers connection there. Uh, Jeff Taylor Rogers from the Twins gets traded to them from the Padres. I mean, the Padres haven't done good either, but Milwaukee's knocked themselves out of playoff contentions right now. If the playoffs were today. And if you look at the records now, um, if you look up on your on your MajorLeagueBaseball.com or CBSSports.com or whatever, you'll say, oh, wait, now they're tied with this other team, so they'd have to have a game 163. They're not doing that this year. They've got tiebreakers involved between head-to-head and division records and everything else. So. Yeah, there's no one game 63 at all. We head yeah. right to the playoffs once the season Yep, we were one playoffs and done. So do your homework, see what you got to do, and go from there. Um, that's all I got on pro ball, sir. Do you have anything else for, uh, the local club? No, just the twins. Uh, like I said, sw- uh, split with Toronto, which was fine day off today. You know, they're, they're still, they're hanging in there doing what they need to do. The most important thing though, I think when the trade for the twins was that, you know, they picked up a closer, they picked up a setup guy, they picked up another starter. That's all fine and good, but the most important fact there is that Cleveland and Chicago White Sox did nothing. Right. I don't think they did anything. I think they got rid of a few people, but nothing really major. They didn't make big move, big splashes at the trade deadline, uh, and they're in second and third place. The Twins, who were in first, uh, made a couple big-time moves that's going to help them down the road. So I think, once again, they, they keep winning series and splitting series. That's all that they need to do. Uh, win two out of three, split two out of four, and once again, just stay away from those losing streaks. Uh, try to put together a winning streak, but uh, you'll still yeah. be safe just playing 500 ball or better right now. Yep. As long as Cleveland and, and uh, Chicago keep playing 500, they'll be just fine. Now I've got one wrestling note. 
Yes. And not pro wrestling. Uh, no. It's not pro wrestling, but our local friend, Max McAnally. Yes. Now competed at the, uh, he's a, he's a going to be a high school senior at Waconia uh, High School as a wrestler. Uh, he was entered into this U-17 on Team USA for the U-17 Freestyle Championship on the world stage. And the Team USA won gold medal, won it. They've gotten uh, second in the past. A couple of years they've gotten second, but never won the thing. Now, there's 10 wrestlers, one at each, the 10 weights of wrestling here at the U-17 Freestyle. Nine of the 10 for Team USA got medals, uh, finished in the U-17 with medals. Only one did not. Max McAnally uh, got a bronze. And like I said, the USA, uh, he's able to help them win their first ever freestyle title for Team USA. Huge news coming out of Waconia. It's good news for them. He's, yeah, we, we mentioned him earlier the high school season last year. One to watch. Yeah, you know, you know, one that's uh, it says here in, in the local article says, you know, by as a as a freshman, he's one of the mm-hmm. best in the state. As a sophomore, he's one of the best in the country. And now wow. following his junior year, he's one of the best in the on the globe. Um, in the world. In the world. So that's after his ninth, tenth, and eleventh grade seasons. Like I said, now he'll be a senior. He's also already committed to be uh, University of Minnesota Golden Gopher uh, following that, but really good, um, tremendous athlete. Now I've got we've got baseball to move on to as far as amateur. Do you want to cover that, uh, Andy? Yeah, we've got a little uh, the the regions, the tournaments going on. We're just going to cover a few of them here that we've teams in our area that we talked about and everything else here. First, what do you see there is the seven C tournament we got going on right now. Actually, um, Waconia and Plato was suspended. The last update I got, Waconia's up 10 4 in the eighth. Um, I'll follow that up later in the show, but that's looking like Waconia's going to win that game. So they'll play the Watertown on Saturday. Watertown's already got a berth in. Um, and Plato will move down to uh, the loser's bracket down there. Against Carver. Carver. And we got some news on that on the 7C, number 2 seed. I did I did some research today. Okay. We talked about it last week, how that 2 seed, you're kind of in – you're in the doghouse there. there a, there's a jinx with the number 2 seed. We'll go back to 2018. Watertown was the 2 seed. First game, they lost 6 nothing to Brownton. Lost the next game 5-2 to Oconia, who was the 6 seed. 2019, Glencoe had the number 2 seed. They lost three to one, the number seven Winstead, and then twelve to one, the number six Brownton. Wow. Twenty twenty Winstead, and these were home games for Winstead. Lost eight to one to Mayer, and then nine to four to number six Green Isle. Last year was Plato, home team again. Lost fifteen to eight to Brownton, then four to two to number six Cologne. Yeah, it's, so it's one, two, three, four years in a row. Today, at least they won their first game, twenty-one to one, but. I don't know if they uh, emptied their gun there in that first game and ran out of juice or what happened, but yeah, they, that's, I, it's an interesting dilemma because if you are the number two seed, that means that you won your division, division or, or your conference. You won it, yep. so you're looking ahead more so than the playoffs. You're, you're kind of thinking it'd be going to go go to state because there's only eight teams that go to the region. Top four, yep. half, half make the state. Yep. So is it a fact of uh, looking past this tournament? I don't know, but 
it is tough. Uh, and these these guys are these teams are all fighting for their lives. And this number two seed, boy, you lose twice and you go home, your season's done. Uh, that's a shot in the uh, that's a shot in the arm right there. But uh, right. here, it's one of those regions. It's a lucky region. Four teams advance. All you need to do is win two games before you lose two games in this region. And yep. you're in. Watertown's in. Looks like Waconia's going to be. We'll come back later with their final. Now, remember, yep. the weekend had rain this weekend. Friday, Saturday, yeah. there was rain. So these games got shuffled. They got moved around. We're only going to cover three regions for Class C because there was too much movement, and a lot of these are not done. But we are showing here just you know what did happen, uh, yep. at, at least. So Brownton got beat. Um, they got beat again. They're out. And then Carver beat Cologne. Cologne is out. So those are the only two teams really eliminated of this region. There are six teams remaining. Let's move on to the yep. next one. Yep. Who we got next? Big drum roll. There we go. 16. Uh, Jordan uh, took care of uh, Morristown there, and they will be playing Belle Plaine. And That's then, uh, tomorrow. Belle... Those games are yep. tomorrow. So kind of midweek. Yep. Yep, and then uh, you got Gaylord and St. Peter down there in the other bracket. And St. Peter beat the number one seed, Waterville, there. So in the lower part of the bracket. So congrats to St. Peter. But Jordan seems to be clicking right along there. 13 love in that first game. Bell playing the three seed over two wells, but three and two, you're, you're pretty close. Jordan seems to be clicking right along there, but let's not say that too much because Plato won their first game 21-1, to and they might get bounced during their second. So... Can't get too cocky with all the big wins there, but St. Peter, the little, you know, the four seed coming up there, that's good for them. Gaylord, we'll see how they do. Naturally, games coming and, up here. And Waterville's good. You know, they they're ranked, yeah. they were ranked in the top ten. They got beat. Uh, so yeah. they're playing for their lives. In fact, they're playing right now against Minnesota Lake. And they could be another team that's it's not even going to state Waterville. Yep. So then again, they, they could run that table and go and get to the third seed here. This is a region. Andy, this six C only three out of these eight teams make it. Not all, not four. Only three, three will advance yeah. to state out of this region. Yep, the two from the championship game and the winner loser bracket. So yeah, yep, that's it. That, that's what makes this one fun as well. Yep. Jordan ranked in the top ten. Like I said, Waterville uh, as well. Yep. And then we got one more to look at here. And there we go. Like I said, the big big upset over the weekend was Loretto over Delano in that first game. Kind of put Delano behind the eight ball. But they rallied and won their second game, so they move on. But they're, they got one loss already in this double elimination over there. So uh, kind of scary for Delano, who was ranked, I think, two in the state. Two. Last in. I heard, they were ranked two. One of the mm-hmm. top, top, toughest teams here in the entire state. Some thinking that they would sweep their way to win this. But yep. Loretto beat them, the play-in team. Loretto came yeah. in as the eight seed. Yeah, you see that over the other part of there. They, they won the play-in games. And that you know, is uh, that is amazing right there. So congrats to them for for showing a little heart, and they they, they won their second game too. They beat Litchfield. So Loretto, little engine that could, still clicking along there. You know that's the team you don't want to play in these type of tournaments because they got nothing to lose. They got well. That's got the Corey Koski team and the two kids. Yep. yep. Oh, that's on the Loretto team. That's right. Yeah. So he, they've they've been that little engine that could before. He knows what it's all about, and that's where you need the veterans or the kids who've been playing for a while. And I think that's kind of what's up in Watertown right now. Is this team's been together for a while. 
<coughs> excuse me. So that's what's happening with all those. You know, and um, talking about last year's tournament, uh, Watertown made the finals, lost the championship game 3 nothing in 11 innings. The team they lost to, though, Sobolewski, is in B this year. So, and if you look back at the records, um, Sobolewski was no no stranger to the championship game either. So they were a good team. They've moved up to B. Um, not saying that clears the way for Watertown, just saying there will be no repeat champion in C this year. Correct. Yeah, Sobieski skis have uh, been advanced up to Class B. They're playing in the Class B uh, regions. Yep. So that's what we've got for here. And and this uh, class, this is also four teams from Region 12C. Four yeah. teams will advance to go to state. And uh, this is always another good one. you got Hutchinson is uh, uh, in there playing some, some of the best ball in all of Minnesota State for Class C. That's all I've got here. That's all yeah. we're covering because a lot of the rain delays. Now I'm going to cover a little bit here on Class A. Class yeah. A, A, Andy, the state tournament is has already begun, Class A. Uh, okay. They're done with regions last week. They're in the state. 16 teams make the Class A state tournament. Now, the first round is very interesting. First round is single elimination. You're playing a single elimination game right out of the bat. The winners of all these games now go in with teams with the eight team into a double elimination. So... This will be interesting. Now, here, too, they had rain, and they're trying to fit these other games uh, other games in there. So the three on the bottom, those games, are going to be scheduled for August 8th, tonight, 8th, and the 9th. Uh, so two of those games uh, will be tonight. One is tomorrow. Loser goes home. The team on the top, the St. Anthony Hogs, playing a game at home. This tournament is played in St. Anthony at Palm Field. Playing at home. They were tied 1-1 with the St. Paul Hops, had to go 10 innings and finally beat them. So they'll be advanced. St. Paul Hops goes home. Now the second grouping of this, let's see, the next one is. And Air Freight won it last year. Air Freight did win it last year. So here we've got two games done and two to be played. No, no, three games done, one to be played tonight. Now, that one might already be done, but the first three, the Cobras beat the Buckshots, sent the Buckshots home. St. Louis Park Pirates, uh, 4-0 over the Mudcats, sent them home. And then Stockman's Irish, always tough, sent home the Twin City Saints, 12-3. Now, Minneapolis Angels were in the top of the six when the game was suspended uh, with the Minnetonka, Minnetonka Millers. It was 6-4. to four in the sixth inning. Now, with all this rain, all the delays, when yep. the came through, most of these games were in the fifth, sixth, or seventh innings, and they got suspended. And one common question that came up is, if they had the lead and the five innings were done, and they had five innings complete, uh, is that a complete game? Can they move on? As you see here, they're in the you know top of the sixth. Um, and so uh, co common, common sense says, you know, you got to still finish that bottom half of that inning. But if that's done and it's not a tie game, is the game final? Do you have an answer on that? Yeah, I uh, sent a message to Kip Kovar this morning and um, asked him, I said, hey, because I was talking about the Waconia Plato game. I said, well, why wasn't that one called? And he goes, for tournament rules, 
you have to play all nine or ten run rule after seven. So that's why a lot of these games were picked up, suspended, and continued today. Yeah, typically in the normal regular season, if a game is uh, suspended to be picked up and played the next day, it's it's uh, a game that is tied, same score, or they haven't completed, or uh, you know, up to up to the fifth inning, but they don't just call; it. they just suspend and play them again. If it's rained out before the five innings, they start and start fresh. Yep. But not in the playoffs. Postseason, you have to play nine. So these guys have all got to go uh, all the way through. Now, is there an update on that Waconia game? Nope. Still seeing 10 to 4 according to uh, the last Twitter updates I've had. I've kind of checked a few different spots. Uh, the Region 7 tournament uh, site, Kip's site, everybody else. Now, the interesting thing is, Andy, with these games that are picked up and resume, now these guys all go to work you know, today, and now they yep. got to get off of work early, come home, get prepared for the game. The original starting pitcher for these games is probably not going to be ready. So you're going to have a reliever or something you know, mm-hmm. going in to complete these games. And so it, it's another thing that makes this time of the year fun. You, you don't know what to expect. You don't know who's hot or not. Carver got right. into the playoffs this last game and had a couple of their uh, top pitchers out of town, not even in town right. for the game. And so you got to do a lot of shuffling here uh, in these uh, in these games. But regardless of the weather, they're all caught up. They're all going to be caught up tonight and tomorrow because it's going to be nice, which means the second weekend of regions are all the finals, the seeding games, all the guys going to state, the Gatorade being dumped, all that fun, uh, all that fun stuff here. The trophies being announced, the draft following the last game of each region is the draft for the each pitcher. Yep. Each team picks up the three pitchers. So all this is is more excitement, and then. The state brackets are announced, and they're doing a live show this year. They're going to be live tweeting the selection show bracket announcement, which will be done next uh, Sunday. Now, this coming Sunday, they're going to be doing that uh, this way. Uh, this way, so yep. makes it fun. It's something new, something new, something different. But we'll be posting all this on our on our Twitter pages as well, Twitter account, yep. and Facebook. I don't see any rain. The forecast twenty percent chance at best all weekend, so they should get all their games and get caught up this week. And uh, let the fun begin. Let the fun begin. It's always a good time of the year. And the teams who lose, uh, you don't have to feel let down down in the dumps. You still have uh, your pitchers. If you've got guys ready to be drafted, their season can continue on another team. Now I got a trivia answer, Andy. Yes, the answer before we had move on, yes. Trivia answer. The question is, which team in 1976 in Major League Baseball appeared in shorts on this day in 1976 on their bottoms? Uh, uniforms contained shorts. Which team was this? It wasn't the shirt like a collared shirt, too. Yes. Lord. You know Carlton who it is. If you know the collared shirt, you know the answer. Carlton Fisk looked horrible. Yeah. It was it was the White Sox. Oh my goodness. They had the collared shirts, the shorts, and a lot yeah. of us who love old school 1970s sports uh, will know that answer. The young youngsters. And those following the show may not remember that, but their bottoms in baseball. This wasn't a joke. This wasn't a. a, a they wanted to make it their Sunday uniforms. They the wanted to the make day. it their regular uniforms. They were shorts. Their uniforms were shorts on the bottom. Very interesting. But that took place on this day in 1976. Anything else, Andy? That's the Vec family for you, right there. Yeah. <laughs> Later to become into the St. Paul Saints independent yeah. league, St. Paul. Same group, same family. Yeah. Uh, just follow our Twitter. Well, if you're if you're listening to this the next ten minutes afterwards, but we'll update all the games on Twitter that we didn't have on here. 
Um, and the draft this next week, we'll have updates on that too. Yeah, the draft of all you know the four teams that advance will cover Region Seven C only. Yeah, four teams advance; they get three picks. So there, there will be up to there will be twelve pitchers selected from the uh, teams that have lost out that will now beef up the Region Seven C state tournament uh, folks uh, beef up their rosters. All right, just a little for a little sneak peek into the music episode this weekend. We are tribute to Olivia Newton John. Yes. Right today. So, little, little bit of uh, Olivia Newton John this weekend for you. Little, a little out of our wheelhouse, but musically she was out of our wheelhouse, but always in our hearts. Awesome. All right, that's all I've got. See you this weekend. Have a have a good week. Yep. Bye. Mm-hmm.